Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hey, this this episode of Boggy Talk is brought to you by no one. <laughs> still no sponsors. We don't have any sponsors yet, still but we're no still holding out hope. But hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're glad you're here. And how you doing? If you're an influencer, don't you have to like pretend you have sponsors before you have sponsors? That's true. Yeah. Sponsors? I mean, you know, this uh, this product that we're using. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, Whataburger. I look like uh, I'm supporting Whataburger <laughs> I'm, with my shirt. I am, I'm sponsored by Baseware Kids yes, in this t-shirt I'm wearing. Yes. Uh, I think I've worn this the past few times we've recorded because, you know, it's just what I've been. Have you? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good it's a good shirt. It it's is a, a great shirt. shirt. I love a good pocket tee. It's yeah, great. I do too. That's and it's a way that I can wear a t-shirt to work. If it has a logo, I can wear a t-shirt. That's true. So, that's yeah, true. It is good. That's, so that's I know we're not supposed to wear shorts, but what if we wear shorts with Bayshore logos? On <laughs> let's them? do it. Let's get some. Like, let's get some athletic shorts with Bayshore logos, and then we can just wear gym clothes to work. Let's do it. Okay. Let's get it printed. There you all go. All right. That, and then go. we'll be our own sponsors. But you doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. A little tired. A little tired. You know, it's a busy season mixed with your allergies are bothering you and all that but oh, man uh, beautiful weather we've had and it it's, it's hard to believe it's may it's gonna be may it's, it's not crazy. gonna be it is, it is. may it's may yeah, it's may may 2nd how are you buddy uh doing great i think i mean things are going well kids are good we're you know it's the last few weeks of school ministry's great we had uh, you know still just kind of excited for all the things from serve day and kind of still uh, tying up some connections for that and uh, i'm excited the month of may we have baptisms almost every week yeah, on sunday right. mornings which is really exciting um yeah just yeah good stuff family dedication family dedications yeah, yeah, yeah i love family dedicate I, I think i cry at every single one of them yeah, because yeah. As, if you haven't been to one of our prayer nights with parent dedications, yeah, family dedications you should come this sunday it's so good uh but we get to hear f- not just you know see the cute kids but the hear from the parents uh kind of their desires for their kids and then we have people from our church who are you know role models uh mentors disciplers praying over these families mm-hmm. it's just amazing love it it's beautiful mm-hmm. every time so be yeah. here sunday at five um yeah i don't know what else to add to that so let's dive into what we're talking about that today. We're good. both kind of like, we're out of words, which is dangerous. Wow, well, that we're is about strange, to record. Yeah. But hey, um, this past Sunday, one of the points you talked about um, was just prayer and uh, praying like for the glory of Jesus versus mm-hmm. like in our own earthly glory. So hey, we thought we could just dive in a little bit more talking about prayer and what is prayer? Why do we pray? Why does Scripture tell us to pray? Why do we struggle to pray? All the questions about prayer yeah, that you may yeah. have. I think specifically I'd like to spend some time on like the contrast between how we typically pray or mm. what we typically pray for and what Paul talks about. Yeah. So I think you have those verses pulled up right yes, there. Yes, I do. Ephesians. Here we go. This is chapter one. This is Paul's prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he's called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Mm. Woo! So can I just say something come that on. sounds funny, but also is super serious? Absolutely. That's kind of boggy okay. talk. That's what we do. <laughs> Imagine if in prayer request time mm. in our small groups, life groups, Sunday school class, wherever you're at and wherever you are, 
If we prayed like that, Woo. instead of being like, all right, does anybody have any prayers? Uh, just like a hedge of well, protection and traveling it, mercies. Yeah, for my traveling mercies. Third vacation. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm, my, you know, my toes being operated on, or oh. I heard that Susie's cousin's sister's brother, like all that, like, and I'm not saying we don't pray for the sick, yes. and I'm not saying that we don't want God to cover us in prayers, but like, just imagine if you, if Paul were in that room. Mm. What would he say? He was like, what? what? Would he well, say? well, he would say, let's pray like this, that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened, yeah. that we'd see how great he is, see how glorious he, glorious he is. He'd give it and a just, spirit of wisdom, right? Man, yeah. Are we praying for that? Are we praying for that? I think sometimes, and then sometimes not. And I think, man, we just, I don't, there's, I think there's a lot of reasons why. The first that comes to mind is, man, I think we just are so focused on what's right in front of our faces. Yeah. And then, we don't like to actually share what's going on. And so yeah. we kind of cover that up by sharing things that are going on in other people's lives that we can pray for. Yeah. Rather than just like, hey, I'm dealing with this and I need wisdom. Let's pray for wisdom. Yeah. Um, you and know, revelation knowledge of Him. Like, yeah. give me more of God. Yeah. That's what we should be doing when we pray. I mean, you know, and I, you know, when you're in Come life, on, group, when you're Come in on. life, group, I, I see it. And you're I see like, it. Here it comes. hey, guys, who wants to lead us in prayer? And you're like, there's silence. And you're like, like, why? And I know that people are like worried about like saying the wrong thing, but I'm like, it's just like this is to be the like the easiest place to pray. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, because if if someone's judging your wording of a prayer, like they're the ones in sin, just keep on praying, you know? Like yeah. you know, like we should just like we should just be like in a yeah, rhythm like when of we prayer. judge you for saying "Daddy God," <laughs> you, we're the ones that yeah. are sinning, so you should. <laughs> That's right, but you know, it's like, and I think part of it is just like we think of prayer as an event mm. and not just a way of life. Mm-hmm. Like prayer mm-hmm. is this conversation mm-hmm. with God, and I say this as someone who actually kind of has has struggled, still struggles with prayer sometimes, you know, and mainly just because of that. Like it should just be this conversational nature of mm. of like lord help me with this give me wisdom this this we're just constantly relying on the spirit and so we view prayer as this event and so mm. then we're like oh i've got to pray the right thing and you know i do think that there's appropriate times like if you're asked you know and you get asked or i get asked to pray mm. at a public event like it is perfectly fine i think even in that to write out a prayer to be thoughtful of how you want to lead people in prayer mm. that's fine but that's not life group <laughs> you know like yeah. that's just not that's not me and you hey let's just pray for this um yeah yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I think, I mean, I think it's nuanced. I don't want to be so, like, you know, I just beat on the table, like, <laughs> hard on this issue. But I do think, like, part of it um, is if we're not praying for these kind of things, like the gospel to go forth, you know, the God to give us wisdom, God to... um show us more of who he is, uh, God to give us strength to glorify him. Um, and we're praying for just like very like, uh, you know, physical healing and we're praying for physical comfort and we're praying for, uh, earthly things. I, I think part of it is that, uh, you said it's right in front of you. Yeah. And we've allowed that to cause it to be more important, mm-hmm. you know, more of a priority. Yeah. And, um, Right, and it's that's not okay, you yeah. know, as a believer, because mm-hmm. we know uh, what matters more, you know. Yeah, absolutely, so. and I think, you know, it really is like prayer is this. It's an alignment of our hearts mm. with God's heart, 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where we struggle um, the most. And I think like we should, like all the things you mentioned before, like we should pray for all those things. Yeah, that's part of yeah. like, we can ask well, God. Maybe not all of them, but I mean, yeah, most of them. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. but like, I think, you know, this morning I was listening to um, a podcast and uh, actually praying the word with David Platt. We listened on a car mm-hmm. on the way in and he was talking yeah. about Psalm 37, 4. And it was actually cool that we were going to be recording this. And it was t- the verse that says, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and mm-hmm. he will give you the desires of your heart. And he was talking about that. And, um, you know, and how that is not just, you know, be happy in God and he'll give you what you want. It's like, as we delight, as we delight in ourselves, as we delight, no, wrong, as we delight in the Lord, like he puts his desires in us. He is aligning his, our hearts with his. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's what, that's the goal of prayer. Right. Is like a lot, you know, Jesus says, teach, disciples say, teach us how to yeah. pray. And Jesus says, you pray this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in yeah. heaven. Uh, and in fact, afterwards, I said, I asked um, our oldest who's in the car, I said, so if someone came to you and said, hey, I really want to honor God and I prayed that this would happen and it didn't happen. So I don't believe in God anymore, which we've heard that. I mean, we've heard that from people. It's yeah, very right. simplistic. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what would you say to them in light of this verse? Ooh, great question. Uh, just trying to help him and myself think critically. And, you know, we had a good conversation about how, like, that's if you're seeking things for your own desire, like, like that may not be God's will and ultimately it's aligning our mm-hmm. hearts and our will to his and mm-hmm. so you know we he may not answer in a way we want to but his mm-hmm. answer is better and we talked about how we can trust that even in things that we don't understand you know mm-hmm. like um praying for the the war in ukraine uh with russia praying for that to end like you know why hasn't it ended you know like how we can still in our wrestling and prayer like trust god in those things anyway it's a good conversation but the point is this is that it is aligning our hearts to his. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if prayer is this conversation we're having with God, if you and I are having a conversation about something and it's about something I want, then we're going to walk away from that and you might give me what I want or you might, we might compromise, you know what I'm saying? Like, but when it's God who mm. we're having the conversation with, like we should be the one who walks away <laughs> with submission, mm-hmm. right? Yielding. Uh, I do think the Lord's Prayer is a great guide for this. Yeah. Like, so you start with, right? Pray like this: Our Father who art in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're recognizing who yeah. He is, His right? authority. Yes, yeah, His power. Ha- hollow be Your name, or mm-hmm. holy is Your name, right? So now we're not only recognizing how great He is, but we're recognizing that He's set apart. Like, mm-hmm. so by 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 really praying like that, right? We're instantly saying. Okay, you're the one. You're mm-hmm. the spirit one. Okay, so um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Yeah. Right. Your will. Mm-hmm. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Like, mm-hmm. so that's praying for His kingdom. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's not necessarily like. I think even like our desires for our own nation and our own family, like it's yielded to that, right? Yeah. Like ultimately, mm-hmm. like we want His kingdom to come, mm-hmm. and so I think that's a different prayer, even yeah. than just praying for your nation, mm-hmm. you know, praying for right. the word in, and Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I, I think that's a smaller version of that, right? Like, because we can we can't necessarily see Thy kingdom come in the sense of like the fullness, but we can like we can be a part of Thy will being done on earth right. as it is in heaven. I'm not mm-hmm. saying we can't be a part of the kingdom, so. What's next? I can't remember. That kingdom come, <laughs> that will be done. That give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. So yeah, pride, provide. provide. Yeah, provide. 
yeah, not not the new car necessarily, but maybe a new car if you're struggling with yeah, a car. Yeah, if you need a new car, right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But maybe not the not, you know, like, you know, you know what we're trying to say, right? Uh, yeah. But do you? <laughs> but we're not we're not even saying like like to me like if somebody's like, "Hey, should you have a Lexus or, you know, a, that's, yeah. a Honda Accord?" I'm like, Psh. "Yeah." That's not Yeah. I'm not even getting into that. Like <laughs> It's not, but But it's, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be praying for that. Mm-hmm. You should be praying for provision, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and forgive us our trespasses or our sins as we forgive, forgive those them. who trespass against us. That's that's the hardest. Examine, yeah, cuz yeah, you got to yeah. examine your heart. The Holy Spirit has to search your heart. You have to yield to that. It's yeah, yeah you don't want to and then forgive other people. Yeah. yeah. That's I like, hard. I like the connectedness of that too, you know. Mm-hmm. Lead yeah. us not in temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Deliver us from evil. Right. Yeah. So I think this praying through, what are your struggles? What are you struggling with? What's on your mind? What's on your heart? And and just all of this is like bringing these sure before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like you left going. out. But yeah, yeah. all this is bringing it before the Lord, you know? I think like he's a perfect father. He wants to hear this. And I think, you know, this is where some of the mystery of prayer is, is that God already knows all of this about us. Like he knows our hearts inside and out. Nothing we can say to God or request from God in prayer will ever shock God or surprise him if he knows all things. However, it does, it does want its relationship, it's, it's intimacy with him. And it is like, bringing those things before him mm-hmm. so that he can meet us in those and provide himself, provide his presence, provide reassurance that the spirit of his promises to mm-hmm. us. Um, you know, he renews our minds and all this. And so it really is about just growing and cultivating this relationship with him in it all. Yeah. Interesting thing, that text, you know, Paul starts off in verse 15, says, for this reason I give... Or for this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks to you, remembering you in my prayers, you know, the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, which you said earlier. So, like, he's saying, this is interesting, he's saying I'm praying for you because of your faith and your love that's shown. Hmm. It's almost like Paul's indic- indicative, like, he's focusing much of his prayer life on those he sees. Yeah. Who do love Jesus, like, mm. and I think a lot of times we're praying for people that aren't hungering for that, and like, I think I think our prayer should be so much centered around like the people who are trying to do the work of Christ, right? It doesn't mean we don't pray for others, but like, mm-hmm. you know, that's the focus, and I and I think, um, you know, that yeah, that, I mean, I would just say that. Um, so how, tell me about your prayer life, Justin. You know, I think uh, I was actually going to ask, like, what are some practical things that we found have helped us in prayer life? Because, uh, I mean, I think for me, I uh, can easily be distracted, uh, and that may come as no surprise or a surprise to some. I don't know. But I think in prayer, sometimes just that focus. So it's something that's really helped me uh, in, in focusing in prayer. A couple of things. One is praying out loud. Um, because mm. it just... Has anybody remade Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran into Praying Out Loud? Oh, we should. <laughs> we could do that. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Pray it out loud because it's just... it's one. Th- it's just I think you'd get sued say- by Aaron Ch- by Ed Sheeran, who's getting sued by Marvin Gaye's people. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. They said he ripped part oh, of it off. Oh, I have no idea. Some, maybe he did. Maybe, man, I don't know what Maybe you should pray about that. Yeah. Uh, Pray out loud. going to. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or journal a prayer. Yeah, like journaling yeah, mm-hmm. is a, just writing mm-hmm. it out. That's a discipline because mm-hmm. it slows you down. Uh, and then, um, you know, there's different models you can you can follow. But I think one thing that's really helped me is like um, 
kind of like PEMDAS, right? Parentheses, <laughs> exponent. Prayer. No, that's parentheses, exponent. That, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yeah. <laughs> Division, but addition. I, you know, I think Wrong of it thing. as this like spiraling, uh, like kind of circle that just gets bigger you would. and bigger. You, would. you know, because I'm that visual very and it helps me. But I yeah. do this. This is this is what I do when I run. Okay. Uh, because it you just run helps in spirals. Me. I run in spirals. I just run in circles. You know. Okay. <laughs> but um, he's not losing his mind with start, his children. He's, start here. Like you start with me. Like because if if all these things I want to pray for and pray for other people like I need to pray like my own heart is right so then it kind of just it grows from that and like and it kind of moves outward and I pray for Christy and then I kind of move through and pray for my kids and I pray for the people around me I pray for the church I mean mm. pray for you I Aww. pray for and you know I feel like mm. we spend a lot of time yeah, together we do, like, we do, we do. our lives yeah, are pretty yeah. intertwined I pray in, for our staff I pray for we're just in here 40 <laughs> hours right. a week you know I just those these things then I'm praying for you know, just people in our life group and praying for things that, you know, friends, family, and it just, I'm praying for a missionary. It just kind of yeah, gets bigger good. and bigger. Mm, that's a just great idea. kind of moving from inside out. Um, that's that's a a helpful idea. for me. I that, mean, if you were spiritual, you'd start outside in, but you know, <laughs> That's right, okay. you know, but I, man, I'm so I'm selfish. I got to pray through that. But, you know, you're just thinking through that. And then, because um, that's just helpful. And I think whatever it takes for you, everyone, I think this is where there is, maybe there's, there's, uh, there's some right, ways to practice prayer and but there's not like one necessary one necessarily right way because i do think this is this gets into our relationship with god where there is freedom and he's wired us all differently and so some people this is going to come easier and others it's not and um you know just but find out like a helpful tool you know Uh, and i think also praying out loud with your spouse if you're married or you're you're close friends, you know, like confessing that prayer, like in our life group, we break them into small groups and pray for each other. And that's just, it's helpful to do that, you know, that discipline of praying with other believers as well. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think the acts thing works well. Yeah. Adoration, adoration. confession, Thanksgiving, supplication, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think cats is actually a better version of it. Confession, (laughs) adoration, Thanksgiving, supplication. And you love cats. And I love cats so much. You play Uh, meh. Oh, all alone in the moon. As you press, that's James's prayer soundtrack. Um, yeah, that is it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I really like you know in the morning just yeah read the word, pray the word. Um, yeah. I've I've really tried to start being just like I know yeah I feel like lame, <laughs> but like posture like. Yeah. Uh, even mm-hmm. though I think prayer, um, and I'm actually preaching on this in a few weeks, but prayer is not about the posture; it's about posture, mm-hmm. like a posture, yeah. you know. But um, but our but our mind, I think, does follow our body like, in that. Yeah, yeah. When we Sunday morning, like I like sometimes. I mean, this is body talk, so you know. Like sometimes, like literally, I'll try to get as low on the ground as I can, just mm-hmm. to be like, man, I'm just nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I, like, because I'm preaching the Bible, right? And I'm like, I don't. Why? Why me? Like, who? Who am I? You know, and I think um, on my knees, like you know, those kind of things. I I think, um, and I I, another thing is like just literally, just hey, let's stop and pray for that right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you noticed that recently, Uh but that's just let's do it right now. It doesn't have to be. I you know, we're not supposed to pray with meaningless repetition. So like, I don't mean like let's not have time where we take time to pray, but also like. Uh, yeah, like, you know, even here, like in our prayer list, it used to be like, we'd pray for everything. We'd almost pray the exact same thing for everything. Yeah. And it's like, <sighs> you know, yeah, like, it's just engaged. That's mean it. God knows. Like we don't yeah. have to, and pray for them that they're, the, you know, yeah, like we, in we, this possible exactly. scenario. Like, <laughs> so, uh, you know, those are things, you know, putting my hand on people, yeah. you know, to pray over them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think, you know, I would maybe even some encouragement. Uh, someone shared with me one time, like, because I was sharing, like, I just get distracted sometimes, which I know that you do. I mean, people, we all get distracted for different reasons. If you're a boggy talk listener. That's right. You're distracted right now, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I think, like, they were like, well, okay, well, what are you distracted by? Pray about that because that's on your mind. Ooh. And then bring it, and then, like, Ooh. grab it and bring it back to God, you know. So if it's Ooh, like, man. let's say you're praying and you're like, and this is me. Like, I'll be praying in the morning and then I'm already chasing, like, five things I know I have to do that day. Well, that just shows me I'm kind of, I'm, one, I'm more preoccupied with my work than, like, the work of being with the Lord, you know? So I need to pray about, and, like, like, like just, like, they're, like, grab them and yeah. bring them to the Lord, you know? And, yeah. and bring those distractions to the Good. Lord. Like, if you're thinking, if, you know, you're busy, you know, like, you're thinking about, you got kids, you got to be here and do this. Okay, pray about those interactions and then bring them back to the Lord. Just, like, kind of chase where you're distracted and bring it back to God. This is a true story written about Martin Luther, so All right. uh, it may be a good, good transition here. All right, bring it. Martin Luther said that when he was in his prayer closet <laughs> that he thought he was experiencing demonic attack, you know, or something was going on, and then he, realized, he realized it was Satan, and, and he said, oh, it's just you, and I broke wind on him. <laughs> Martin Luther. He's a peculiar guy. He is quite peculiar, but that's really funny. But, I mean, it's like he's being distracted from prayer. <laughs> he's like, well, and He's yeah. like, that's ah, just Satan. No, yeah. break wind. Man, that's really funny. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know what he said in the German or Latin, but, you Spiritualize know. that yeah, however yeah. you want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, sweet. Well, well hey, if you got we questions a... about prayer, you need more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lack um, of clarity. Yeah, then. lack of clarity, but yeah, just you know, reach Jesus. out. We're happy to help. Yeah. So uh so questions. What do I do if I don't Ooh. desire God? That's like a whole boggy talk. That isn't is. It? In fact, there's a whole book called When oh, I yeah, Don't Desire yeah, John Piper wrote that. So, that's yeah. a great, so you read that. Yeah, read that book, <laughs> When I Don't Desire God. Yeah, um, yeah. I think one, the fact that you recognize yeah. that you don't desire him but you should is a sign that the Holy Spirit's convicting you. Mm -hmm. Now, if you do find yourself in a, I don't desire God and I don't really care, mm -hmm. then that's dangerous. But, yeah, that's, you know, that's not good. Yeah, so that's <laughs> not healthy. Uh, I think you, there, there may be times in all of our lives that we just feel with for whatever reason, whether it's circumstance yeah. or just a struggle or God is pushing us to the next level of trust that we may feel mm -hmm. like, we're, mm -hmm. it's usually we're wrestling with something. Uh, whether it's, a life mm -hmm. issue or a circumstance mm -hmm. or just a theological something. Um, and I think what you do is you do what you know. You go with what That's you know. Right. Yeah. You know, you mm -hmm. don't run away from God. You run mm -hmm. to him. Know that mm -hmm. his mercy is, is is new for you every morning. Know that his grace is sufficient. Know that even, like, confessing your lack of desire to him, that's what we, pray, that's what we talked about prayer, doesn't surprise him. Mm -hmm. And he... He loves you, and he wants you, and he's pursuing you, mm -hmm. so pursue him. Uh, I think that's that's where you start. Mm -hmm. Don't run away from the things that you know you need. I think mm -hmm. um, our tendency when we have something going on in our lives is to pull away mm -hmm. from the Lord. It's to pull away from community and accountability, mm -hmm. um, and I think— you know, we, I've seen that just in, in mm -hmm. people that I know mm -hmm. that who maybe right now are not, you know, there's not, they're mm -hmm. not walking with the Lord. They're not, and it usually starts with like, there's something going on. They're wrestling with something and they first pull away from community and then they pull away from church as a mm -hmm. whole. And then you just kind of were like, and now you've pulled away. And even like, don't be resistant to people who may really genuinely love you and are checking in on you and asking you questions like those. God uses it all. Yeah, he who isolates himself goes out against all sound judgment. That's in Proverbs, and I think that's wise. 
Yeah, I think we were we've been reading through Gospel Fluency by Jeff Vanderstel as a yeah, um, church, and yeah, he talks about shame, like mm-hmm. and how some people they got to one up in their shame or yeah. they hide in their shame, and mm-hmm. I do think some of it is like you've sinned and and you feel shame about where you are that you're just stale and you hide and that's just not healthy. Mm -hmm. I think like when we're not feeling it in a relationship, like um, sometimes like whether that be our marriage, whether that be our friend, you know, working relationship, whatever it might be, we just need a break from that person. Right. Like, and there might be that. I mean, that might, I don't feel that from you, but if we went to India (laughs) together for 10 days, I might feel that. Like not see you for a day. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and and part of that is because it's them a little bit and you with God it's always you yeah <laughs> it's always you it's always you <laughs> That's good point. so That's like good point. your understanding of why he's doing what he's doing is wrong mm-hmm. like you're 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 so it's never withdraw yeah. from him right yeah. it's never withdraw from him and and I found that uh, often like if I'm in that place it's because there's some sin or something I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I really gotta let that go, yeah. and and it's 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 luring me to feel like no, this is where you need to be, mm. um, or I'm just not disciplined and spending time in the Word and and uh, praying like the things we're talking about. And I need to slow down. I mean, you know, part of I, I wasn't like struggling, but um, part of my like desire to hear more from God was like I gotta get rid of some noise in my life, and I, yeah. I think that's part of it. Like I think a lot of times, like mm. it's when you're yeah. super busy, yeah, um, and uh, you're not really getting spending meaningful time with mm-hmm. God, so time with God becomes another burden. Yeah, but his burden, he doesn't mm-hmm. burden. So that's right. Uh, hungry, isolated, tired. Hit. If that's you're good. hungry, yeah, you're isolated or you're tired. So you yeah, might just need. You're gonna to eat, attack. Yeah. You might just need to eat an apple. Yeah, and you'll feel better. <laughs> If you're isolated, mm-hmm. you need to unisolate. Yeah, <laughs> is that the right word? Does yeah, unisolate. Uh, unisolate. Uh, find someone. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And then if you're tired, go to bed. Yeah, go to bed. Yes. <laughs> like, just do it. You get rest. Yeah, yeah. So that reminds me of a foster kid we had in our house one time. He'd be like, "I gotta go to bed." I'm like, yes, you have to go to bed. Like, but yeah, just go to bed. Like, yeah. get some sleep. You uh-huh. know, slow down. Like, yeah. I think you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is all. I don't want to sound like fluffy you know but like the spiritual and the emotional and the physical they're it's all, all connected. connected and i think that's we don't do that yeah, well yeah. in the west yeah, i no, think we don't, we, we yeah, don't yeah. recognize how connected these things yeah. are like you may just it may just be those things and then all those could be you know spiritually you could spiritually just be starving and not yeah. realize it because of all the hurry yeah. and all the busyness and isolation and you know you may just be tired because yeah. you've been running the grind and yeah. i think um yeah, what you said, that's just good. Yeah, we're just tired. And I think when we're tired, everything feels like a chore. Yeah, I don't desire anything. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I desire sleep. And then even when we have sleep, it's like, oh, it's finally quiet. Now let me do all the other things I've haven't oh, I done. You know? I know. And it's yeah, like, yeah. man, we just need to go to bed. Yeah, rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Just so need to go to bed. Yeah, and just tell somebody, man. That'd be my number one step. Tell somebody. Yeah. If you feel like you don't desire God, tell mm-hmm. somebody that. Yeah. And there's, who, who loves God? Yeah, not, yeah exactly. Not, not, who's going to be like, good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I knew you'd come around. I knew it'd wear it off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, hey, that's a great question. That is a really good question. Hey, thanks for asking that. And if you have more questions, please let us know. All right. We don't desire to answer questions. Yeah, then uh, then we should call it not boggy talk. Is that it? That's it. That's all questions we got today. So give us more. All right. So today we're wrapping this up with uh, we're going to compile another top 10 list of literally the worst. 
a most annoying board and card games. Yeah. Uh, so we're you're you guys play. We I love games. I love card games, especially some of my kids do and some of my kids don't, uh, which That's drives me at. crazy. My wife does not play. That's funny. I mean, we have to like beg her. Christy likes to play, but she gets, I mean, and rightfully so, gets really annoyed with our kids because they're like super competitive. And then uh, there's a couple who just kind of make it, can make it miserable if they choose to. I and know. often they choose Isn't that to. annoying? Uh, and then, then there's some I've who's just. Ra- I've fun. raised my voice a few game nights. <laughs> like, this is supposed to be fun. I know. You know, and there's like. And I make the dumb decision of like, because the kids are stalling going to bed, it's like 8 30. Like, oh, Papa, can we play a game together? <laughs> this this and, is exactly our house. <laughs> and I'm tired. <laughs> and they really just are stalling yeah. and then we start playing and uh, I'm like I have no like patience for yeah that's so funny that's so funny that's that's our house exactly I'm usually I'm like yeah let's do it and Christy's like what in the world like you they are gonna be up so late and I'm like yeah you're right yeah well I kind of told them <laughs> so well, I'll go first this time since yeah she went first right. last time this gives just a little insight into us us, us people all right um so number five uh would be war the game war. <laughs> this is the game that never <laughs> it ends. It does never end, even though I lose every time somehow. So, yeah, I tell you what, on with war, it, if I'm w- playing with one of our kids who maybe isn't old enough to pick up on it, I will like just like purposely like switch my cards up so I will lose. So we can just. Uh, we do end. a time limit. So yeah. who has Ooh, the most cards smart. at this time? I it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but it's just so r- luck. I, I don't like games that require no skill. I have skills, <laughs> and I'm going to use those skills. <laughs> I want to dominate you. <laughs> I know, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I'm teaching you nothing except for how to flip a card. No. Anyway. Yeah, this is so funny. So, kids um, love it, though. Little kids. <laughs> yeah, our, yes. Uh, Ezra and Joanna love it. We I always sing War, What It Is A Good For. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Every time I do that song, too. All right. I mean, my, every time I play that game. The most annoying game. Number five. Number five you. is not even a game, but it is a game. It's called The Ungame. You can buy this. Look it up. It's terrible. Because it, it literally says... No one, no, non-competitive, everyone's a winner on the box. Mm. And it's literally mm. just questions. It's made by millennials. There's there's, no there's, qu- there's just questions that you ask, and it's basically a game of sharing your feelings. Oh, and I'm like, that okay. is the complete opposite okay. of what a game should be. It's yes. like you play there's a card. no winners. But it's like you no play losers. a card, and then you have to answer the question. And if you answer the question, you move up a space. And it's like, when do you feel lonely? When do you feel if I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I, oh. I, I, I'm like, we... I saw a copy of the it The only losers are people who aren't vulnerable with others. <laughs> uh, we saw a copy Christy of would it lose. Recently. She wouldn't answer any yeah. of the questions. So I showed it to Christy because we were, I don't know if we were at a Christy yard Ross, sale sorry. or I showed it to my Christy because yeah, yeah. uh, we were at a yard. We, we saw it somewhere and I was like, how do you think our kids would respond if we tried to play this game? And she was like, they would literally just burn the house down. Yeah, <laughs> they were never great. playing hanging. That's great. <laughs> All right, number four. And I got to explain this one because – I, I like the potential of this game, but how it actually plays out is never enjoyable, and that's Monopoly. Mm, that's on my list, too. Okay, so I'll, I'll you could do one. number that one yeah. is number four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you don't have to. Sorry. Yeah. Let me not tell you what to do. <laughs> uh, like, I I like the theory of it, but nobody, like, wants to play the whole it game of Monopoly. It takes forever. It's so – and you know what's yeah. annoying about Monopoly is that there's 473 versions of Monopoly. That's true. Because they realize, hey, if you have a really – bad game that people don't want to play but people are like somewhat nostalgic for it let's just repackage it and That's trick good. people to buying this version bible, of there's it. a bible there is bible there's i mean there's a version for every you think there's city there's a christian of, war 
I bet there Cards. is. I'm Jesus sure. wins every time. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Oh man, I'm sure the Joker's Satan, and you know, I'm mm. sure that there, I'm sure that mm. there's those cards somewhere. Anyway, we yeah, so Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that was on my list, uh, and so was War. Uh, so we both have disdain for the same games. I'm gonna add to this list. This is your number four. Mousetrap. Mousetrap. Okay. Because it's one, too much work. In theory, in theory, it's great. And it never works. It never works. And then if you lose one piece, which let's just say family of six, yeah, it's you're gonna, gonna you're not keeping like all the of, first week. It's yeah, open. I mean, it's, yeah. it's done. Like, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, I hate wasting money, and I hate. Mm. And I'm like, this is just like this is gonna last oh 30 seconds mm-hmm. and done. I don't even. I had that game as I don't even remember. Like, what do you do? You know, what, I don't even. You just build a mousetrap, and I think that you, like, I think the actual game is pretty lame. It's just the. The mousetrap is cool. And so we would just yeah. try to build the mousetrap and do it, and it never worked because okay. Cool, so Okay. All right, number three, Clue. Oh, I Clue. like Clue. Uh, it takes too long. Oh, no, I like Clue because oh, it's mystery. And know? and part of it is with my kids, they don't actually like accurately. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be That's like, right. all right, I got it. It's Mr. Green with a rope in the, in the ballroom. And they're like, no, I had the ballroom. I'm like, I asked you if there was a ballroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can say that there's probably been a table or two flipped at our house over Clue, but I do, I really like that game. Yeah. I yeah. really like that game. All right, what's your number three? All right, so uh, my number three is um, the game of life because you can be a winner at the game of life because that, that was the old jingle. It just goes on and on and on, and the scenarios that you land on are just like, ridiculous and then it's like you're penalized for certain things like i don't know it's just it's Mm -hmm. the whole premise i'm like yeah it's just annoying just to show like how different like we are now i remember like we would like swap out like the person's (laughs) wife or the boy or girl (laughs) like ah look at you now you do that you're like you hate yeah i know right (laughs) yes yes, yeah yeah it's kind of luck too right like It really is. You just like, and and the thing is, is like the moral of the story is go to at college. At the beginning, of I think that, that was the moral of life. That was basically go to college. like, yeah, and it's like, but how come we don't have to take out student debt? Really? Yeah, and they, that's not a factor in the game. Yeah, and then yeah. like you would, you knew which job you needed to land on to get the most money, and so you're spinning that wheel, and you would just spin it. So you always oh, the new one, on. you draw cards. Oh, you see, haven't played the new di- life. No, I haven't because yeah, I just yeah. got over. Yeah, I just didn't like it. So, oh, okay. All right. Hey, you're all winners at the game of life if you play the ungame. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There you go. All right. Number two for me is Cranium and similar games. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. There's, There's too, too much many things going, going yeah. on. Yeah. I get that. I, I, you know, yeah. I need simple instructions. Yeah. There's I need ones many. I can glance at. I don't want to have to like read a book. Like I read enough. Like I don't want to have to figure it out every time. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. All right. So my number two is um it's a specific game, but then also a category. Okay. Uh, it's a game called Generosity, and the Never broader category is anything that's like a Christian version of a real board game. And Generosity, we had this game growing up, and it was the wow. Christian version of the game of life. Wow. And the goal, the goal, you know, in the game of life is to end with the most money. And the goal of Generosity was to end the game with the most treasures in heaven. Wow. And so you would wow. land on a space, and it would be like, you won the lottery. 
but you gave $100,000 to starving children in Africa. Put $100,000 in your treasures in heaven <laughs> envelope. I'm not oh, kidding. And this was a real game. Uh, and the so, things God spared me from not being in a <laughs> I know, Christian so, home there. I, so we've done some episodes on deconstruction, and I think the more and more I share some of these things, you realize like, a lot of deconstruction yeah, is kind of necessary. I, I have, there's <laughs> definitely some goodness in it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, but any kind of like, like Christian version of things. Just what usually, others were there? Like there was another game we had called Fishers of Men, where you literally had a magnet and you had to like fish and you like caught people, like Fishers of Men. Like, <laughs> no, you didn't. Like kidding. the fish thing, like, like that goes around I'm around. Not kidding. Where, and we had wait, wait, these wait, games. wait, wait, wait. You no, know, you know the like, thing where the fish like mouth oh, opens. Oh no, no, it wasn't like that. Doing, I think it was oh, like okay. little magnets, like that uh, represented okay, people. Like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like the little. What I know you, what you're talking about. What is your fishing pole? A Bible? It was a magnet. It was just no. It was like a little. This is a Real game. It was a real game called Fishers of Men. It, I promise you, these things are real. Yes. So any kind of like Christian game like that wow. is just not. Wow. It's just you know. Just True Love Waits the board game. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you spin the bottle and you say no. <laughs> you just say no. <laughs> Oh my Sorry. Gosh. I'm dying. Sorry, that was so stupid. If I was drinking something, I would have ruined this microphone. Oh. I would have spit it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I think whoever made those games were drinking something. <laughs> and yes, it ain't the Holy like, Spirit. Oh, it, man. They that's weren't like a, with that's like cult level right there. Yeah, yeah. All right, All my right. number one. And when I say the name of this game, some of you have PTSD from playing this game. Oh, man. There's going to be a feeling that you feel, oh, a jolt in your body so. from playing... Operation. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yes, that game is so annoying. So annoying. I mean, you just look at the guy and he buzzes. And then... <laughs> and then I, am, yeah, I do not yeah, have steady yeah, hands. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, that, yeah. That's the stressful game. And then you're like, yeah, it's just... And there's all... There's different versions of it, too. Like, <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> just like... The red nose lights up. I'm yes. like, this poor guy. I man, know, what's he yeah. been through? Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so I'm going to... Who thought that up? Oh, yeah. This is... I wonder what the Christian version is. Like, you're getting the sins out of them? Like, with the thing? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. We sh- you should have just had I me come up with... I there is, like... Revise the gossip- all these. The- remove the gossiping <laughs> lips. <laughs> remove the... Yeah. Oh, man. Monopoly and War at the top of my list. So I'm going to call an audible here and a new uh, addition to my list. Number one, I'm going to go with... Guess who? Uh, oh, you know, I love, I love guess so who. I love that game then too. Then it can't be number one. But you know, so I did you're love that game. You're now, not following this game, but right? Here's why you're I not did. following the rules of this game, Justin. But here's why I don't like that game. The, the version that was around when we were kids is the okay. fact that like there there were very uneven proportions to like uh, gender and ethnicity. So if you like that, so you never picked like there was like there were like maybe five yeah. black people on yeah, it. Yeah. And so if you ever, it's, you just never pick those people. And it's funny because people have actually like now like commented on that. Yeah, yeah. And you just, it, it became so predictable. And it was just like, you know, you're going to pick this person because there's more of these, you know, whether it's a woman or a man or, you know, the ethnicity, mm. it was just like, yeah, it was just annoying. So I kind of outgrew The more Baptist they look, the more likely you were to pick <laughs> That's the person. That's definitely right. right. No, no, there's only five bald people with glasses. <laughs> with glasses. <laughs> Angrily, like, yeah, shaking yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, there's only five of <laughs> Oh man! Well, it's so funny playing Guess Who with my children too. You know, because like we were so insensitive, we would be like, "Is your person black?" My kids are like, "Does your person have a dark complexion?" You yeah, know, like, yeah, anyway, yeah. Like that's so funny. They're they're more much more uh, sensitive yeah, to that. Yeah. So I mean, I so there's props some to Guess good who. again in that. Props to Guess Who. Yeah. Props to Guess Who for diversifying and more recent. But but, but legitimate. But, 
Is I, there's got there's like a is there a video out there about like playing Guess Who now? Like, is your person a man? And like, oh. well, like, oh, I'm sure you can't they even identify. Play it now. Oh gosh, you know, man. like really being funny. Like, oh, I bet there is. There's got to come be on. A that's funny. No matter right, where that, you that are, is, there's got to be that. a video about that. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, that's funny. I, you I, like would have to be selective of who you picked. <laughs> They're like, is your person a man? You're like, I don't know. Are they? Ooh, Define that. Yeah. Define. Yeah. So you're just gonna go with that like dude with a hat every time. <laughs> just, just gonna play it. Oh safe. man. Woo. Yeah. Uh, so in research for this, I did, I did like, I came up with my own list, but then I was like, I bet there's some really weird games out there that I just don't know about. And here's, we're going to end on this yes, one. Yes, yes. There is actually a board game called the Crazy Cat Lady Game. Okay. And I thought of you, not because yes. you're a crazy cat lady, but there's actually a game where the goal is to go around and collect cats. And you collect cats by doing things like saving a cat from a tree. Or you draw a card that says, rescue a cat from mm. the pound. I'm mm. like, well, who does that? Like, who? Mm. I, I mean, people mm. do, I guess. But yeah, mm. Crazy Cat Lady game, it's real. There and the go. Christian version of that would just be a dog <laughs> instead of a cat. <laughs> that's right. That's right, because that's Christians love dogs. Yes, that's um, right. Well, hey, uh, and, you know, and some some like cats, I guess. So, um, and then Trump. Trump the game. What's yeah, there Trump was, there was the a, game? That was on the list. I haven't played it, but there was a board game called Trump the Game, I guess, back in the 80s when he was like. Oh, not guy. like now. No, I'm sure there is one now, too. America's so. been playing Trump the Game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Man, I like Spicy James. This is funny. <laughs> it's Tired James. <laughs> this is it's tired. tired James. This is James with a headache. Yeah. All right. right. So. <laughs> Hey, if you've got questions, we'd love to answer them. If you've got ideas for things you'd like for us to talk about, we'd love for that. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.